0: What's going on, everybody? Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and feature titan for today, Adam Kontos. Adam, I was gonna fist bump, I was gonna shake your hand, but let's fist bump it <laughs> ah, out. There you go. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're super busy. The CEO of RE-MAX, everybody, I'm absolutely humbled and
1: honored to have you today. Well, well, thank you for having me on the show, Greg. It's And, and welcome to our studio. We're glad to have you here at RE-MAX headquarters. It is beautiful. I was just walking into the front lobby. I'm thinking, wow,
0: this place is amazing. This studio, absolutely fantastic. I wanna give a big shout out to Tom with all the lighting and all the help, so thank you, Tom if you're watching back there. But uh, I do wanna dive in, Adam, really to the series of questions for everybody to get to know you deeper as a man, as a professional, and really what Remax is all about, if that's all right. Of course, of course. So uh, I guess let's just dive in. Uh, right. Let's start with
1: telling everybody a little bit about yourself. Wow, okay, so uh, born in Ohio, okay. and moved around a little bit. Got to Colorado here uh, when I was about knee high, so just Love a it. little little bitty thing okay. um and and grew up here in fact i used to ride my bike where this building is Get out, out here. here today so uh grew up very very close by hmm. um went to school here my uh my my father was a uh, worked for the federal government oh. um mom uh you know, raised us at home, so it was fantastic. Cool. So uh, basically, after I, the day after I graduated high school, I was off to the Marines. Yeah. So I needed a challenge. I needed to kind of get my life straight, so I went off wow. the Marine Corps boot camp. Everybody else was going, hey, what are you doing today? We're going to a party. I go, I'm going to boot camp. <laughs> so, <laughs> a little bit of a different path here, right? A, yeah. a little bit, a little bit. So, um, you know, kind of participated in that aspect of the world. And uh was really I was intrigued with, with law enforcement. Hmm. My dad was in, in federal law enforcement. Okay. That's really all I knew is his cousins, you know, uncles, his father, things like that were all in law enforcement. So hmm. that's what I wanted to do uh when I, you know, got to the, the age where I could. Sure. So uh once I I was old enough I went to police academy and, hmm. and started my law enforcement career. So wow. it's kinda neat. I Dabbled in college, if you will, if okay. you want to call it that. Yeah, so sure. I, I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm a college dropout. Hey, but uh, you know, <laughs> look at where right. you're at right now. Well, Adam, welcome to so. the business, right? <laughs> yeah. And then and I, I did I did eventually go back to get my MBA. Okay. So um, you know it it kind of comes full circle. It's a lot easier to do it the first time, though. Oh so, really? But uh, kind of worked my way up through law enforcement. Did 11 years full time in law enforcement, and okay. have a lot of fun, interesting stories to tell on that yeah i mean would you mind elaborating
0: a little bit because from your past to today that's quite a progression right so it is yeah give us a
1: little bit of, a little bit of that all right so i was a street cop i was hired to be a street cop okay um got on a swat team and, and started doing that uh worked undercover narcotics for two years Wow. so that was fun uh, every day was a new adventure because we'd we'd go water skiing in the morning or jet skiing in the morning and, and then go to the narcotics unit hmm. and work all afternoon through the night and then we would uh we would serve warrants at night after that. Wow. So then we'd get up in the morning and go do the whole thing over again. So I'd uh I'd buy drugs and, okay. and uh, you know, looked the part <laughs> if you will. So yeah,
0: depending, could you imagine Adam with a wig and, you know, a beard or something that was gonna
1: be so I didn't cool. wear a wig, <laughs> okay. But I had a really rockin' mullet for a while. Oh, I love it. So yeah, it, it was great. But I mean, it was, you know, it was fun. It was the 90s, Sure. we had a blast. We did some crazy stuff and you're going, holy smokes. You know, it's like stuff you'd see on cops or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But, uh, you know, did that. Um, kind of worked my way up through law enforcement, ended up running a SWAT team and, and uh, oh. patrol teams. That was really, really insightful, really test your leadership. Because, hmm. uh, you know, realistically, it's, it's, it's a lot like just being an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, running a business, things like that, right. nobody's coming to help you mm-hmm. to solve these problems. You have to figure them out yourself wow. and you know, apply thought process, things of that nature. So um, it, was, uh, it was just a, a great adventure mm-hmm. growing up and, and making my way through my first career and mm-hmm. onto yeah. REMAX.
0: Okay, yeah, so from that transition onto getting involved in REMAX and into the position you are today, yep.
1: what's that look like for everybody? So I've always been an entrepreneur. I, uh, I had an online police supply company that I started in the 90s, which was not the right time to have an online company when you're selling to the government, hmm, or trying to at least, because it, it just it wasn't happening at that point. Uh, shut that down, uh, started a security consulting company, and I, uh, I started doing a lot of homeland security consulting. Um, I was a counterterrorism instructor through uh, training and, and uh, application and, and did a lot of you know, different types of things like that, executive mm-hmm. protection, uh, and such, so I, I saw this need in real estate to create a real estate agent safety program. Hmm. And what I was doing is I was, I was teaching uh, police academy classes. I taught police academy for about six years, taught SWAT schools, sniper wow. schools, and I looked at the principles of how you keep a police officer alive on the street, hmm. uh, awareness, avoidance, de-escalation, response, uh, you know, taking the gun and the handcuffs and things like that out of it. But a lot of that applies to real estate agents, too particularly the awareness aspect and and the response aspect in order to be safe in doing your job Hmm. real estate agents were uh, making these tactical errors on the street and becoming victims as a result so i created a program and uh remax bought it from me so i started consulting the remax kind of eventually uh i got a call from dave liniger one day and he said Uh hey you're working with us for about the past year why don't you come work for us full time i said uh I have the best job in law enforcement. I'm, okay. <laughs> right. I'm having a blast. I'm, um, I'm a SWAT guy. I've got my security consulting company. You guys are one of my customers. And he goes, no, oh, no, really. Why don't you come try this? And I said, okay, wow. I'll, I'll give it a go.
2: Just so, like that. Uh,
1: worked my way up through the company.
0: Okay. And what was it like in the transition from, you know, working your way through and learning and growing and obviously applying your knowledge of leadership and basis into that, into the real estate world? And you being a CEO now, What's that like for you? I mean, you know, excited about it, daunting task, every day's different. What's it like for you in the day in the life? Right? I,
1: I, it's a combination of all three of those things. It's exciting. It is daunting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a huge responsibility. You have to care about so many people. Wow. Um, I mean, we, we care so greatly about our brokers. Hmm. They, they run the amazing offices that our agents have the opportunity to come to or not come to every day. Sure. You know, in this business, your customer or your asset walks out the door every single day Mm. and it's your job to have provided enough value that day to get them to come back tomorrow. Well said. So, uh, you know, that is, that's a lot to consider Mm. and that requires us to ensure that that we value them so greatly and deliver value to them Mm. on a regular basis to get to the agents and help grow their business as much as we can. That's why we say we're a business that builds businesses. Yeah, and, and to me, that makes perfect sense into, you know, who you
0: are and what you represent out in the marketplace. I think this is a beautiful segue for everybody to really switch over to what's your why, right? Because I love that kind of bleed in for it. So Adam, really, I mean, truly, you're, you're super busy. You're all over the world doing what you do, running one of the most amazing companies in real estate. But what motivates you? What drives you? I guess you out to bed in the morning to do
1: what you do to the level that you do it at. I think simply put, I love to help people. I mean, that's fundamentally that's what our business is—is is helping people. That's what being in law enforcement is—is is helping people. Uh, being a public servant or an entrepreneur—if if you're not in it to help people, to help somebody on the other side of whatever transaction you're involved in, you're in it for the wrong reason. It wow. can't be self-serving. It has to be—it um, has to be giving. It has to be uh, selfless. And that's that's what gets me out of bed every morning—is the opportunity to help people to make a difference in lives.
2: Okay. Yeah, so and, and that's, obviously- That's my
1: why.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, and there's no greater why. I mean, you're, you're really putting it above and beyond you as a person. I mean, and, and everybody that's around you in your life, right? That includes your family. And, yep. and everybody that's a, a part of the Remax max family is, is, is ultimately really driving that why even further. And it shows, right? All, all the people that I know, all my buddies that are out there, hopefully they're watching uh, through other Remax agents, Uh, They've only said amazing things about you, Adam. So, I mean, your reputation thus far is impeccable, and I'm I'm super excited just to get to know you a little bit more into it, just like everybody else. So, um, going into the next question, this is one of the crowd pleasers, and this is the advisory portion, right? So, a lot of the seasoned uh, professionals or newer professionals that are watching or listening to the series, they want to know what the Titans do to grow, to expand, to scale. Um, their businesses. So obviously, you being in the position that you're in, you see so many different professionals, uh, major teams, individual producers, uh, broker owners, things like that. So if there's some advice that you could give out there um, about taking your business from one level to the next, what
1: does that look like for you? What did you do? What have you done? It's it's an interesting question, because it's not as much of what you do. It's a, a what you become hmm. and Jim Rohn I think put it best is success is not something that you do it's something you become wow. by the things that you do hmm. so it's it's a lifelong journey it's not a destination right. so um, I, I believe that every day I have to just like everybody else sort through all the noise all the obstructions that occur on a daily basis that can cause you to become reactionary hmm. uh, that can, you know, where the, the urgent overrides the important and truly the, what the important is, is helping you become more so that you can, you're becoming more not for yourself, you're becoming more for others. Right. And that repays over and over again in life. Hmm. So, um, you know, kind of that, that never-ending give that you have to participate in. So what does that look like? I guess is the bigger question, sure. right? Yeah. So it it has to do with not what you say yes to, but what you say no to, hmm. because you have to remove those items that prevent you from uh, from learning every day, from being a better you. Because hmm. we're just not good at business. We're not doing business. Sure. We're creating the whole package here. So when you think about you know every day you wake up, you have an opportunity to create this amazing package for that day, and that package is your entire life. Hmm. It's what you learn, it's how you treat yourself, it's how you treat others, it's how you treat your business, it's how you give unconditionally. Uh, it It is a holistic package that, you know, there are probably seven or eight different aspects of your life that you have to work on, Right. but you can't neglect any of them. You hmm. have to, you know, everybody says life balance. No, it's life effort is what it is. <laughs> That's awesome. So. That's what I look at. And I'm, I know it was a little bit vague, but no, I'm, no, no, no. I'm sure you'll dig deeper into it. No, no, no,
0: and I love that because, and I think that the biggest source is the continuous nature, right? So you have to look at the end goal, right? Do some reverse engineering is what I'm kind of reading into. If this is what you want, you have to try to do the best you can to plan that out remove any barriers that might be in the way from stopping you from hitting those goals, but at the end of the day, you have to take action. It's one step at a time, it's one activity at a time, and a continuance, it's not so much, to me, in my opinion, what I'm reading through, it's not so much those big milestones that happen from time to time throughout our lives, it's all the little details in between that really matter, that really get you to that point. And I love that you're saying that. There's so many takeaways and positive natures for everybody, but it can feel overwhelming for a lot of people, right? I get it. Right. Um, so I think that that's a huge perspective to go into. So uh, any systems, any ideas, things like that that you see other professionals utilizing or doing that you'd recommend just for growth for business or obviously besides what you had mentioned?
1: So it's, you, you said the, the magic word, systems. Okay? if. Life is not about goals. Mm-hmm. Goals are destinations that people label in their lives. Sure. Truly, what impacts you the most are the systems that you're implementing on a daily basis, the steps that you take. Mm-hmm. For instance, I, I, I wanted to become the CEO right. of a company, okay? Um, you just don't go become a CEO. <laughs> no, you don't. Right? It doesn't just happen. <laughs> right. So, uh, and, and part of that was I didn't have my college degree. Sure. And so um, I, I was told, well, you kind of need an MBA in order to do that. Right. So going and getting my MBA wasn't a goal of mine. Mm-hmm. It was part of the process. Love it. So I just all I did was I built that process into my day. I was still working full time. I was running marketing. I was running mm-hmm. business development. Um, at the end of that, I became the chief operating officer, things like that. But ultimately, it, it, it boiled down to how do i just add these steps these different systems into my day in order to um, during that part of the journey end up executing on what i needed to in order to get the mba okay so it wasn't a i'm gonna go get my mba it was no this is just now this many days a month or whatever i'm driving over to the campus instead of going to my kid's soccer game or something like that. Right. And then in the evenings, it's go lock yourself in a room and do your work hmm. instead of whatever else you were gonna fill that time with. Wow. So it's just, it, it's building the systems into your day in order to become who you want to become. I love that. So it's, it's never ending, hmm. you know. The, I guess it ends the day that you close your eyes forever. That's right. And, and then you go, all right, did I, did I do what I wanted to do? Hmm. And, and I think that that's a huge reflection not a lot of us
0: want to think about, but that last day that you do close your eyes, at least to the professionals and the most successful people in the world, it's what did I leave behind? What impact did I leave in the communities and, and with my family and, and in the markets and what I'm doing? And, and what everything that you're saying makes perfect sense to any of the entrepreneurs and any of the top tier professionals it's really that consistency in nature I do want to throw a quick shout out and I know we're going to go into it deeper but you have an amazing podcast so if anybody's not subscribed to this podcast or listening to this you know it's absolutely for phenomenal start with a win and um, there's a lot of wonderful amazing pieces of nuggets and interviews that are on there and it so if you like a little bit of what Adam's saying you're gonna get a whole lot of that in the podcast so we'll talk about that in a little bit but it's just Sorry. it's absolutely phenomenal um i do want to go on to the next portion of this and hopefully everybody wrote that down took crazy notes and again you know as i always say you can reach out to adam but he's a very very busy man so if you want any questions that sort of thing i'm sure you'll get back to as soon as you can Uh, but this is the tricky part of this particular series and interview it's the challenge question Uh, so i always lead into it with we all have struggles we all have challenges in our lives no one's exempt whether it's in the past now or into the future That's just the way that it is, but not so much what happens, but how we respond that makes a difference. So if you're comfortable sharing a challenge, you know, it's not easy airing your stuff out in front of everybody, but a challenge that you dealt with in your life that you overcame, became stronger because of it, what's that look like for you,
1: Adam? I've been through a lot of those, Greg. Um, Anything from um, the, I I lost a partner, Um, I've experienced, I've been through a divorce, um, I mean, you know, financial troubles before, uh, I've been injured, I was airlifted one time uh, for an injury. I mean, it, I can list a number of challenges that I've been through, hmm. a number, I, all the way up to business challenges. I mean, it's. Right. you know, you look, you look at, we, we did a brand refresh a few years ago mm-hmm. that took, I mean, a year, two years, whatever it was, where every time you turn a corner on this business challenge, you, you come into more obstacles, or you're like, all right, let's go back and retest this. We tested with tens of thousands of agents, mm. uh, the public, things like that. I mean, all of those things are challenges. But I, it's not the challenge that is in front of you that causes the, you know, the biggest adaptation to your life. It's how you look at the opportunity on the other side of that. Mm. And you know, I I remember you know like when I, I broke my jaw in half one time, and I'm sitting there in the emergency room, and they're like, "Oh, you're gonna have to have surgery." And I'm like, "All right, let's go for it." You know, it's you wow. just you just gotta put the challenge behind you and say, you know, can you can you make me look any better? I don't know. It just it, make the most of the situation, regardless of what it is. Sure. And I know you know people may be looking for a little bit more from me for that, mm. but ultimately. That is, it's a, it's a mind game. Okay. These massive challenges, while they seem insurmountable, when you're in the middle of them, mm-hmm. whether it is a financial problem, a, a family matter, uh, maybe you're dealing with depression or addiction or or what have you, sure. Um, you gotta stop and take a breath, mm-hmm. and say, I've made it through all the challenges up to this point in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make it through this one too. And okay. it's it is just take the first step take the next step take the next step um you know you get you get injured okay i'm going to be the best injured person on the planet and i'm going to rehab the daylights out of myself and i'm going to come out on the other side better than i was before i got injured you just you got to make that decision sure and that is a I mean you know you talk about challenges that is probably the biggest challenge Mm -hmm. in society today is people become victims when they hit a challenge well said i choose not to be a victim Mm -hmm. so how am i going to come out better on the other side of this than i was before i got into it Mm -hmm. that's that's my answer to that okay and and that is um that's how i deal with the next challenge whatever it might be
0: Mm -hmm. i think that that that's such a positive mentality and mindset that you had mentioned in there, because you threw a lot of information out to us and a lot of challenges that we all frequent and deal with. But again, you don't look at the victim side, and you say, hey, what can I learn from this? How can I grow from this? And, and, and keep moving forward. Now, I've heard you say several times on the podcast and just through other interviews that are going on is failing forward. Right. And I, 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 not that we would wish anything ill upon ourselves or family trials or troubles or tribulations, but that's a learning experience, it really is. And it's not to say, oh, get over it, you know, be stronger, right? Some of these things are really tough to deal with, but you really have to do the best you can for reflection. And then realize that somebody else is going through that same thing, right? We're all human, we all have that condition in nature, and if we can just come together and say, it's all right. Uh, a lot of times when people uh, reach out or they, or they extend themselves out in nature, right, to say, this is what I went through, you have no idea how impactful that is and how many other people are dealing with that same thing. Um, so it really does matter. I think communication is important, but then that mindset is everything. Reach out to other people and, and don't
1: be afraid of it because we all deal with challenges. I, I think you're- uh, I want to jump a little yeah, bit more in that because um, I mean, what, what you're alluding to a little bit and, and for everybody out there, this is really important to understand. Uh, you don't have to face your life challenges alone. You, you need to be able to lean on other people as well. And I think that's, that's important. I mean, I have, I have a lot of friends who are still first responders. There's a, you know, there's a high suicide rate in that. Um, I, I have a 125,000 friends who are in real estate. There's a high challenge rate in that every single day to go out and make a living. You're right. an entrepreneur, you know, you eat what you kill. Hmm. And life is hard sometimes for everybody. I have three teenagers. Um teenage depression and teenage suicide is at an all-time high right now. Wow. So we gotta we gotta help each other. We have to recognize this with each other, but we also have to recognize this within ourselves Hmm. that yeah you're gonna face challenges, but you could do it. You can make it through this and get past this. Just lean on whoever you need to lean on. Hmm. um, hit the you know, it's too bad we're not born with a reset button. Yes. Right? (laughs) Well said. I mean, that would be the most amazing thing is you're like, all right, I'm getting, you know, the computer locking up here. It's not working. I need to hit the reset button or unplug it and turn it back on or whatever it is. Yeah. But but realistically, there is a reset button for your brain. Hmm. You can adjust how you feel about things. Because you can't be happy and sad at the same time. Right. You can't have those two opposing emotions at the same time. Impossible. No. You're you're absolutely right. Whenever I feel like I'm facing a challenge that I can't get over, Mm -hmm. I'll put on motivational tapes. Mm -hmm. I'll read something. I'll write down my gratitudes. Love it. It's hard to be pissed off at somebody when you're writing how grateful you are for them. Huge. These are huge nuggets. So I I think that's incredibly important. um, And I think it is a winner's mindset. Uh, I, had, um, I had Ryan Harris, um, who he, he protected Peyton Manning during the Super Bowl, hmm. played the, the offensive line for the Broncos. I had him on the podcast. And he wrote a book. And he had, uh, his saying was, I am, I can, I will. Hmm. And he just kept saying that to himself. And he went through challenges. He, he, he had like, I think it was nine or 11 injuries or something like that. And he fought through them. And he kept saying, I'm going hmm. to come back. I'm going to come back. I'm going to be stronger than I was before. Um, he had to have a support group. He had to have somebody to, to look at. He would sure. listen to, the, to music or motivation or, or read things, whatever. But he had the same exact mindset that I'm talking about right now. Wow. And I think the top achievers, the top performers uh, in, in the world all think the same way. Mm-hmm. And if, if you want to make a shift in your mindset, and go okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna add to my mind what some of these top performers have, uh, or refine. You know, you you're probably already a top performer if you're thinking about this. But sure. if you're gonna refine it, focus on that. Really, really draw that out and enlighten it, and make it part of your day. Make those gratitudes part of your day. Make the morning, um, you know, the morning rituals. The you know, we hear Hal Elrod talk about Miracle Morning. Oh, yeah. Part of that is being thankful meditation quiet time exercise things like that to put you in that mindset to say i'm going to overcome these challenges hmm. so circling back around yeah there is a reset button on the brain and that's what it is i love
0: that and and, and everybody you heard this from adam contos directly i mean this is the reality situation and, and I, I love the fact that you're talking about everything that you mentioned and we are all able to hit that reset button but i think that you alluded to it earlier as balance, and you everything that you had mentioned into that miracle morning. It is balance, and it's a constant thing. It's a long-term growth, as you had mentioned as well. It is not a destination; it's a journey. This is huge, huge stuff. I wanna, I wanna shift gears on this particular question to go into. Um, one that is actually, uh, everybody's really excited about this one because there's a lot of reflection onto their own lives when it's the travel back in time portion. And no one has a crystal ball, no one has a time machine except for Doc Brown in the movie Back to the Future. But uh, <laughs> when you're looking at it, if you could go back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, what would you say to young Adam? I
1: don't, I don't know that it's one Piece of advice, but I'd like to play this movie for him. Okay. Of here's here's a, a definition of the mindset. Here's a definition of opportunity versus challenge. Hmm. Um, and, you know, there are a lot of there are a lot of books out there that we've written, and I know we'll get into those. Oh, yeah, but, for sure. but there are a lot of books out there that describe these different things that essentially, um, you know, over the past probably two decades, this information has been extracted from high-performing business leaders. Hmm. And I would have told myself, don't settle. Wow. Don't settle for what you think you are. Hmm. Go out and figure out what you can become. I love that. And that is, that's is—that's what these books define. That's what these, um, these high-performing business leaders of, of current time have been able to uh describe for us okay but um you know it, it all goes back to plato aristotle and socrates who have who've said these different things but we're just putting them into modern terms and th- and that's that's how i would tell myself hmm. what all of that means is is don't settle
0: okay and and i think that that's applied you know information for everybody else myself included who's watching or listening to this is is to not settle and, and I, I do want to rebut that into um, you know, previous conversations that I've heard you have about, um, you know, really looking at it for guilty by association. We're guilty by association. Of the top five personal and professional people we have in our lives, and that's kind of who we become. But those expectations or those limitations, they tend to be set inside, right? Uh, through yes. our environment, through what our mind blocks us, and that goes back to your inspiration of mindset, right? Um, so would you mind, you know, kind of sharing a little bit of your thoughts on, on that and not limiting yourself, right? So in your own mind, because you have your mindset, how would other people try to reflect or practice that,
1: what you're speaking of? Well there's you know when you look at the bar, getting over the proverbial bar yeah. in life, okay? What what are our capabilities, what are our limitations? And there's two ways that you can look at the bar okay. in life. Yeah. One is you can allow other people to set the bar for you. Hmm. Or you can set the bar yourself. Okay. So I, I believe that I will always set the bar higher than the people around me will set it. Wow. And what you need to do is you need to find people around you that set the bar really freaking high. Okay? <laughs> that's so true. So that's that's the bottom okay. of what you're going for. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, and that, that goes back to another Jim Rohn type situation. Right? I, I think, you know, Zig Ziglar also had some fingers in this this whole thought process also of of the people around you are the ones who determine the level that you perform at it's absolutely true you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with Hmm. choose wisely
0: well said, I, I agree with that 100%. And, and I know that there's a lot of top um, you know, thought leaders, uh, professionals in any field that feel that same way. And, and I love that just to be reiterated, because sometimes w- we have certain conversations with professionals, as you know, but it takes that one person to say it a little different, or that right time in your life where somebody said it and you heard it, or watched it, and it was like, that's it, Adam said that, it, it finally hit. Kind of like when you're reading a book the first time, you get something out of it. Right. A year goes by, you read it again you're in a different thought process in your mind. You're evolving as a person and hopefully you're picking and choosing those different things and a lot of that is what you just said there. So hopefully everybody's really absorbing this and feeling this energy from Adam because this is fantastic. Uh, You know, we we could keep going on and on and on about when it comes down to this, but for time's sake and everybody, I just want to keep moving forward with this and this is actually a crowd pleaser, this next question. When it comes down to it, everybody wants to know what the Titans are feeding their minds, how they're growing, right so and there's a lot i know you're an avid reader Uh, you come down to it but books you're reading podcasts you're listening to influences on social media what what are you feeding your mind adam
1: okay so what is there's what i'm feeding my mind is just as important as what i'm not feeding my mind love it okay um let me let me briefly tell you what i'm not feeding my mind sure okay i've gone in and limited my social media consumption Hmm. Sorry, social media team. That's okay. Uh, but I've, I've- Kayla's amazing. Yeah, she's, uh, <laughs> Kayla's awesome. Adam Kato's CEO on Facebook. Uh, but I've, I've limited what I feed myself on social media because um, you start getting down into the, the, the judgy type statements mm-hmm. that, you know, we've heard people, or terms like troll and things oh, yeah. like that. I have literally seen people in the real estate industry calling each other bad words on social media, and I'm going, time out, people. Hmm. Don't get into that space, wow. because all you're doing is you're dragging everybody down with you.
2: Well
1: so, um, I mean, it's, it happens. It's turned into a place where you don't wanna go, hmm. okay? It's, so, don't feed yourself negativity. Also, don't feed yourself sensationalism. Don't feed yourself the news. I don't watch TV by the way. Okay. Um, I don't even, I don't even binge on Netflix. I Mm have, I have not watched Game of Thrones. (laughs) I have not watched any of these other Netflix shows. (laughs) I'm sorry, everybody out there. I I haven't seen
0: a single episode. There's probably gonna be a lot of people hating on me right right, now, but I have not, I have not seen a single
1: episode of Game of Thrones. Okay. So, um, I don't, I haven't watched any of that stuff. Why? Because it interferes with my ability to, um, to really go out and consume those other things that I love. Hmm. so i I listen to a lot of podcasts. Love it. Uh, I like business podcasts, I like motivational podcasts. Uh, I love marketing podcasts. Hmm. I'll tell you why here in a second yeah um, so I mean, everything from like duct tape marketing to um the social media podcasts that are out there, there's like half a dozen of them sure uh, of course, start with a win is off the charts uh, so I, he's uh, not
0: just saying this i mean i already said it and i mean that <laughs> with, but before you keep going though adam I, with the the books and influencers yeah. things like that can you really you know from your own words let everybody know about the podcast you know why you started it and really why people should be subscribing to this All not right. just off of my recommendation but through your
1: words so probably three or four years ago i went to a, I, I started listening to the podcast yeah and uh, I was kind of an early adopter in the whole podcast thing, mm-hmm. uh, listening to him. And I thought, that's kind of cool. And I started looking into how easy is this to create. And I, found, I, I thought it was really difficult right. to create. <laughs> sure. So, um, I mean, I was listening to, like, the podcast Answer Man, Cliff Ravenscraft. Mm-hmm. He doesn't call himself that anymore. I was listening to Social Media Marketing World. And I went to Social Media Marketing Worlds um conference oh, a okay. little bitty out in san diego yeah and michael Stelsner, who's the guy that started the whole thing grabbed me and he goes hey do you have a podcast and i go no he goes you need to start one hmm. and i go okay
2: all right so this is like
1: i think four years ago something like okay. that yeah and i'm going i should have listened to him back then and started one back then but hey ah. you know shoulda woulda coulda right did 20. right right um but i i wanted to i wanted to prove to myself that i could and i I sit at the dinner table with my family. I talk to my wife. I talk to my kids. And I'm spewing this stuff that I've read in books. And I'm going, I kind of like it. I want to listen to it yeah. instead of just say it. So um, I talked to my, my amazing social media team here. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we, got a, we brought in a producer and started recording podcasts. <clears throat> Love it. And it's just kind of evolved since then. Needless to say, I now have my own podcasting equipment at home. Mm-hmm. And my kids are going, let's start a podcast. I'm going, yay, let's start a podcast. <laughs> so See what you're doing? Yeah. It's, I think it's something everybody should try. Agreed. It's not hard. It's, it, is, it sounds complicated, but it's actually not that difficult. Right. So um, I don't know why more people don't do it. <laughs> um, 48 million people tune in to podcasts every week. Well said. Hello. Yeah. I mean, your customers are on there. Your friends are on there. Why don't you be on there? So, um, so that's what I started. But okay. back to the question.
0: Yeah, no, and I, and I love that. And again, take a look at it. Itu- I mean, I'm assuming iTunes, I, Spotify, iTunes, yeah. Google Podcasts, the whole line. Yeah. Um, so books and books. other influencers, things like that. Okay, that so I, met- your mind.
1: I mentioned listening to podcasts about marketing. Mm-hmm. So I'm infatuated with social psychology.
2: Uh, okay? okay.
1: So why do you say what you say? Why do you do what you do? I think mm-hmm. some of it had to do with um, kind of my infatuation with, criminal psychology, hmm. I loved playing the game um, with bad guys when I was a cop. Right. You know, why, why do most people turn right when they're running from you? Well, it's because they're right-handed. Things hmm. like that, you know, yeah. do, trying to get into those little why games, you know, yeah. why is this person doing what they're doing and what are they gonna do next? Hmm. I love it, I okay. like the the human emotion, your body can't lie for your heart and your brain, so your emotions will translate to your actions. Hmm. I love all those different concepts. So um, I just, I like, why do people buy what they buy? Why do they say what they say? Hmm. Why do they listen to what they listen to? Why do they read what they read? And it comes down to psychology. So um, a couple of, I, I like the books by Dr. Robert Cialdini. Okay. Um, so he had one called Influence, which hmm. is like six factors of influence that really played into a lot of marketing concepts. Hmm. And I go back and I reread these books. Because you, if you go read like 100 books in a year, you're not going to get anything out of it it's tough but if you go read 10 books 30 times you're gonna you are gonna know what's in those books well said next thing is to apply it Mm -hmm. so i've i've also read his second book persuasion um james clear uh -hmm. just wrote a book came out in october uh called atomic habits uh, which is really good and that goes back and it cites a lot of different books um about habits right you know for lack of a better term but um there's another uh book slips my mind uh baumeister is a guy that wrote it it's it's about habits and okay. and why we do what we do things like that and he has a bunch of different concepts in there hmm. so uh i i like those i love um and a big shout out to darren hardy uh, okay. a friend of mine great guy uh i've been masterminding with him for four or five years uh, attending his events um he has what called the compound effect hmm. love it And the compound effect means a lot because it's about doing the little things repeatedly every single day that, you know, like compounding interest. Sure. Those things compound over time to create success. Right. You know, like if you do your push-ups every day, you're going to get strong. So, you know, if you eat healthy every day, you're going to get healthy. Right. If you, you know, eat poorly every day, you're going to, you know your health is gone yeah, yeah exactly so um, you know you save a little bit of money every day you're going to grow wealth things like that so the compound effect hmm. it, it clearly defines that that's i think one of the, the key books okay uh, i actually had my had my kids read that love that so um, uh, th- those are about it okay okay I, I mean and there's a lot in there for
0: sure i mean and what i love about how you're really feeding your mind and growing is it's continuous mm-hmm. right and, and that's set out there but different medias from, from physical books to, you know, audiobooks or podcasts. Audiobooks, you know, that projects, YouTube yeah. is a great place to go for for content information. Yep. So I, I love the fact that you're constantly growing. And then also a part of that too, and a lot of titans on this series, learning from your peers, right? And, and seeing what's going on in perspective, I think is wonderful. Getting outside of our bubble and really seeing what's out there Um, Obviously you do on a large scale, right? We're talking worldwide here. So I I think that that's uh, huge for everybody who's a part of this organization and represents into that. Uh, Just as everybody knows, as always, I'm gonna have links in the comments down below so that you can follow and feed your mind the same way that this man is, um, which I really, really love that to do, really engage with everybody. So Adam, this has been chock full of crazy good information, takeaways, nuggets, really a, a deeper knowledge into who you are as a man, which I think is fantastic. Um, I really want to wrap everything up with a final question. Okay. And this comes down to a quote or a mantra that you live by that sums you up as a man, as a professional. What's that
1: look like for Adam Kantos? That's an easy one. Okay. So uh, Aristotle said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. I love that. That's what I think about all the time.
0: That is, that's such a good one, and, and I, I absolutely love that quote. I, have, uh, I don't have the card case on me, but I have that engraved in my card case. Oh, wow. Um, it literally is truth, and it's, it's very continuous into what you have said and stated throughout your entire interview is consistency and doing the right things the right way and representing the industry and a brand to a higher standard. Um, and I think that that's beautiful, Adam. I mean, everybody can see that and hopefully you really understood this. Um, so I just wanna thank you again for taking the time, Adam. I know you're super busy. You're an official real estate Titan, my friend. So, thank you, Greg. Yeah, Thank you so much. And everybody, as always, thank you so much for your time and attention, your love and support. Um, if you like what we're doing here with Real Estate Titans, don't forget to subscribe to YouTube, take us out at uh, you know, uh, Twitter, Instagram, those sorts of things, and also the podcast format on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Um, Live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location, and we'll catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care.